read uh, in the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 9 and verse 19. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood, twelve years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall, not maybe, I shall be made whole. But Jesus turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort, thy faith hath made thee whole. And the woman was made whole, not from the next service, not from the next revival, not from the next camp meeting, but from that hour. I believe that something supernatural can happen within the hour that we are gathered here today if somebody would only believe. All things are possible. I want to minister today by the help of the Holy Ghost from this simple subject. When virtue makes a divine connection. When virtue makes a divine connection. As we're praying for the word of the Lord, let's remember my sweet wife, Sister Misty Kalk, and my mother-in-law, Sister Rose Cassis, and also my aunt, my late father, uh, Brother Daniel Kalk, sister in East Texas in Atlanta this morning, having difficulty breathing, issues with their lungs, and et cetera. My wife and my mother-in-law dealing with the aftermath of the death of my father-in-law. Let's bring them all before the Lord right now. Jesus, we love you today. Thank you, first of all, for the opportunity and the privilege to minister from your word. I believe that you have brought us to the kingdom today for such a time as this. I pray for strength physically. I pray for alertness. I pray for sensitivity to your spirit. Let your word not return void. It is already anointed. Bless your word and your people today. I pray for my wife and my mother-in-law and my aunt, Elaine Skinner. Minister to all of them. Let them feel your healing touch. Let them feel your strength. Give them the grace that they need. We send angels as ministering spirits to them in Texas right now. And we will give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. And you may be seated. The word virtue, when you really look at it and break it down in this setting, bears a myriad of meanings. Yet the experience Jesus felt this particular day defined the whole purpose of virtue's role in the spiritual. The original definitions of the word virtue reveal to us a behavior showing high moral standards, a quality considered morally good or desirable in a person, a good or useful quality of a thing. 
Webster's Dictionary breaks down the definitions referring to the capacity to act potency, a beneficial quality or power of a thing. In the case of Jesus Christ, as the woman pressed her way through the crowd, I want us to get a picture for a few minutes of that crowd that day. It would be equivalent to a crowd at a general conference or a camp meeting or perhaps a sporting event. Today in particular are the NFL conference playoffs. And then in the month of February will be the Super Bowl. How big will that crowd be? That was equivalent to the crowd that was there on this particular day where Jesus was. I have no doubt in my mind as I endeavor to preach this morning that there were people there of great affluency. There were people there of great wealth. There were people there that, uh, that were religious influencers of that day. There were people in that day, in that moment, in that particular venue who heard about Jesus. And I have no doubt that there was a large percentage there that loved Jesus. But I would submit to you, we only know of one who truly needed Jesus. So I'm asking us today, have we become so satisfied to the place that we don't need Jesus anymore? That we do not need the presence of God anymore. That we do not need the word of God anymore. That is a dangerous place that I hope I never find out and figure out in my life and never come to. I hope as long as I'm living, there is something deep down on the inside of me that needs Jesus. I don't care how many years I've been in the church. I don't care how long I have had the Holy Ghost. I don't care what kind of prayer life I have. I don't care what kind of heritage I may have. If I ever lose that sense of needing God, that is a place that I hope I never discover in my life. But who among us today would go the extra mile and take the extra risk to touch the hem of his garment? Who among us in this place has that inner longing 
and urgency and pleading of the heart and the desperation and you're living on edge and you're on pins and needles and with the sense of I've got to get to him today. I must touch him today. My life depends on it. My soul depends on it. Everything within me depends on it. Is there somebody in the congregation like it to the woman with the issue of blood that says, I'm not leaving until I touch him? And I know if I can only touch Jesus, that will make the difference in my life. A lot of us are going to leave here today feeling good. A lot of us are going to leave here today feeling saved. A lot of us are going to leave here today feeling lifted up. Minister to perhaps, but who's that one person in the crowd today here in Herrick, Illinois, that's willing to forget about your self-image, forget about protocol, forget about who is in the congregation, forget about being politically correct, and say, I've got to get to the altar today for one purpose and one purpose only, and that is to touch the hem of his garment. I need his strength. I need his power. I need his healing. I need his deliverance. Oh, I've come to tell you today that there is virtue that is flowing in this house in Herrick, Illinois. it all week who is in desperate need to touch the hem of his garment and if you leave today without touching the hem of his garment you will not only miss the touch of the master but you will miss the will of God for your life Mm. And all week long, as I've been, I've been in prayer, Wednesday in particular, I kept hearing the word virtue, virtue, virtue. Over and over in my mind, it kept coming back to me throughout the week. And I don't know all of the issues that are going on. I don't know what is taking place. But all I know is the same virtue that flowed in that day. It's flowing throughout this congregation. And it's waiting to connect with somebody that has a divine desire to touch God. And say, God, I need you today. Come on, where is the desperation? Where is the hunger? Where is the passion? Where is the desire? Where is the zeal that burns Jesus, and I'm going to touch him no matter 
to take. I'll crawl on my hands and knees. I'll crawl on the floor. And that woman on that day, she crawled through legs. She pushed her way through people. She was risking the possibility, if you would, of being trampled on, of being stampeded, or being seriously injured. But nevertheless, she kept going. She kept pushing. She kept pursuing. Because all she could see was that long, radiant, white robe and garment. And she didn't care about getting a handful of the garment. If only she could get a piece of the garment. But what you don't understand is God has a whole lot more than just the hem of his garment for you today. He wants, he's got a big hug for you today. He wants you to get a handful of grace. He wants you to get a handful of mercy. He wants you to get a handful. There is virtue that is flowing out. And then Jesus came to a point. The disciples, he inquired with them who touched me. And then their response was, how could you ask such a question when you consider the multitude? They're literally knocking you over, trying to get to you, but yet you ask. You touched me and said, no, 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 no. I felt something leave my body. I felt something loose from me physically. I felt a release from my body. Virtue has gone out of me. shot. And then he looks down. He doesn't see a religious leader, Bishop Suey. He doesn't see a priest. He doesn't see any preacher or any apostle or any something, anyone of high affluency of that day and of that time. But he sees a little widow woman who pressed and pushed her way through the crowd. Notice that some people would have considered ignorant. Or some would have had the attitude of, what is she doing here? Or some would have uh, preconceived ideas of her motives and of her attitude and everything else and of her impulses. They saw a person, but Jesus saw soul. Jesus saw somebody who was broken. He saw somebody that was troubled. 
And I feel the Holy Ghost speaking to me right now. And he is saying, I am not impressed with who you are, what you've gained, what kind of influence, or what kind of position you have. When you have lost your need of me, then I have no other choice but to look elsewhere. I have no other choice but to look beyond you. But if you have not lost your need for me, there is enough virtue flowing from the hem of my garment to heal your depression, to heal your anxiety, to fill you with the Holy Ghost, to make you whole in heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. It's just a matter of how urgent you feel. It's a matter of what kind of risk you want to take. Come on, somebody. Virtue wants to make a divine connection in this sanctuary today. But who is desperate? Who is desperate? Who is hungry? And God is quickening me to what he revealed earlier in the week. We are dealing with discouragement today. We are dealing with anxiety. We're dealing with depression. We're dealing with fear. We're dealing with COVID. We're dealing with all kinds of other things. We're dealing with financial situations. We're dealing with burdens that people here today have been carrying around and you don't know if you can go another step. There's somebody in this building, no doubt, today your back is against the wall. You're out of answers. You have tried seeking it through other things. You've tried finding it through drugs and alcohol and sex and witchcraft and everything else. But God is saying here today, if you can just touch the hem of my garment, I will fill that place in your life. That it's of an empty void that you're trying to fill it with other things that are only going to leave you in a state of emptiness and despondency. Oh God. No doubt here this morning, I have been sent on a mission from the South once again to tell somebody in this place you're not only dealing with physical disease. We're dealing with diseases of the heart, diseases of the mind, spirits and emotions that are bruised and battered due to situations in life. And it has resulted in symptoms of fear and anger and anxiety and addiction. Somebody just needs an experience with this master. Yes. 
You know what ceases to amaze me as we have preached for many years? I, I have more notes, but I have a feeling I'm not going to be much longer. We have preached for many years about the comforter that Jesus said, He will send in my name that will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. But we make it a complicated thing to receive the comforter. To allow his comfort in our lives. When I got in the car this morning, it was cold. And by the time I got further up the freeway, the heat started generating. And then I felt my body being warmed. But then I got closer to uh, the church. Then it got too hot. So I turned it back down so that I could just feel a gentle breeze and feel some type of refreshing. Why do we not trust the Spirit of God like we do our air condition and our heating systems? Not a lot of amens, but it's the truth. But God has been speaking to me all week and he has been telling me I, I have comfort for my people. I have rest for my people. I have the answers that my people need. But I just want to know, do my people still love me? Do my people, are they still eager to touch me? Do my people still want to feel my presence? Or have I just become too familiar with people across the board? I close with this. I'm not going to finish today. I'm already feel God transitioning this in another direction. I'm submitted to Bishop Suey. Let's lift our hands for a moment. How great is the virtue of Jesus Christ? As a minister, or just setting the ministry aspect aside. I can be somewhere at any given moment. It doesn't matter if it's church or Starbucks or the airport. And then all of a sudden I will have a certain feeling. I need to go talk to that individual. Or I need to go pray for that individual. Or maybe, maybe I see a wreck on the side of the road. And then I know that I have, I'm focused getting to my destination, but then I feel that certain nudge, pull over to the side, offer your services. 
or the hospital anywhere. And then there is that certain sense, I cannot leave this situation until I make some kind of connection. That connection either being to talk to them, give them a word, or pray for them. And virtue will literally go out of me. And this is where the Holy Ghost wants to bring it home today. That word virtue also means power. When that virtue left the body of Jesus Christ, even though he is God manifest in flesh, he felt power leave him and he literally felt helpless. He felt weak because so much virtue was going out of him. But yet here today, that virtue that was there on that particular day as we stand all over the congregation has flowed throughout the dispensations and generations of time. And it is flowing here today. But that virtue is of no value unless it, well, it is of value. But everything we do today is pointless unless there is a connection that is made. God has not only come here to touch, but he has come to make people whole, to minister today. But as we open up this altar, I wonder if there is anyone under the sound of my voice have one incentive and one incentive only and that is I must touch Jesus we invite you to come